Yes, another week, another episode, as I always say. Um, I think I might stop watching this as sports, this football, because I can't do this any longer. Chelsea is just, I don't know, just ruining my, my week every time. But yeah, we move. <laughs> um, I welcome you to the Five Reasons Football Podcast. I'm your host, Francis. And this is the podcast where you get some facts, some stats, some opinions and some thoughts as well on our favorite spots. So yeah, if you love the game like myself, do I still love it? I probably still do. <laughs> but yeah, if you love it like myself, make sure you stick around and listen to other episode. Leave a like, leave a comment, share, subscribe, and do all that good stuff because I ask nicely. So yeah, this episode is going to be five reasons why Aston Villa are going to finish in the top four this season. Good evening to all my dear listeners. <laughs> yeah, like I said earlier, um, this episode is about one-time Champions League winners, Aston Villa. Yeah, if you do not know, Aston Villa, just like Forest, Nottingham Forest, have won the Champions League before. Well, as was known back then, 1982, the European Cup. Aston Villa have been doing beats this season, and it's not just this season to be honest. It stretches back to last season when they appointed Unai Emery. And since then, everything has been going up for them. The logical team, they're in the title race. I mean, Liverpool are first, 37 points. The Gunners, Arsenal, are second, 36. And Villa are third, 35. So, yeah, by all the logic and by all the maths, um, Villa, sorry, are in the title race. Although, I think at some point they will drop off. I don't think Villa have the bandwidth to go machine for machine <laughs> with City, Liverpool, and Arsenal, particularly when March comes around next year. However, even though I'm very certain they won't win the title, I am also very certain that they are going to finish in the top four at the end of the season, and here are my reasons why. The first one is they have an amazing manager in Unai Emery, Stevie G. <laughs> Steven Gerrard was um, Villa's manager at the start of last season. While he was in charge, Gerrard helped to spearhead a nosedive into a relegation battle and to prevent any more staining of whites, he was sacked. And then Mr. Goodibinim was employed <laughs> with Villa in 16th position, only winning two of their first 11 games. And by the end of last season, Villa were very well far away from the relegation zone, but they had also finished 7th, which meant European football. And then, just to digress a bit, in the past few years, we've had so many managers take over clubs that have potential, were playing bad at some point in the season or in the middle, and then somehow they have them punching well above their weights, you know, fighting for European places and giving the big dogs a run for their money. And then you see football fans comparing or compare what these guys are doing to other big club managers when they are also employed. And by big club, I mean the Chelsea's, the United's, Arsenal's and so on. Fans go like, can't you see what Emery is doing at Villa or what Eddie Howe is doing at Newcastle? Why can't Ten Hag or Pochettino do the same thing? And just to clear any doubts, I'm not defending any of those guys. But the point I'm trying to make is, you know, being at Aston Villa as a manager, or being at Newcastle or even Brighton is not the same as Chelsea, United or Arsenal. There's an extra pressure that comes managing these big clubs and really and truly, it's just hard. Now you may say I'm making excuses, but it took club a solid 3-4 to four years to get Liverpool back to what they used to be, you know, before they gave it to any of us <laughs> in that time. Um, you look at United as well, they've had more managers than trophies since Alex retired. Even Arsenal also, you know, this Unai I'm talking about was sacked when it was at Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal was in charge for 78 games. He won 43, drew 16, and lost 19. He can't, and I repeat, he can't get sacked for this record at Aston Villa. So yeah, my point in all of this is that it's easier to get a team like Villa or Newcastle or even Brentford pushing above their weights than it is to get United, 
Arsenal and Chelsea back on the right track. But yeah, back to Naimi's doings at Aston Villa. <laughs> um, very, very interesting stats for you. Since Naimi took over at Villa in November of last year, only Arsenal, City and Liverpool have taken more points from games. Another one for you, another stats for you to further express Naimi's doings. <laughs> only four teams have scored more EPL goals than Villa this year and only five have scored more EPL goals than them since Naimi took over last year. Now, four and five may seem like big numbers, but I want to remind you that Villa were 16th in November last year. They only won two out of the 11 opening games, and this is where they are now. So yeah, doings. The second reason why Villa are going to finish in the top four this season is the other contenders are either not serious or having problems, serious problems. Now, going off how the table was last season, uh, United finishing third, Newcastle in fourth, Brighton in sixth, and Chelsea in twelfth. Now you may say or you may ask, why is this guy mentioning Chelsea? What do you have to do with this? And the answer is nothing. Just to remind you guys that Chelsea finished 12th last season. Yes, back to the episode. But yeah, this season you think Newcastle, Brighton and United will be contenders for top 4. But Newcastle have been ridden with injuries. At a point, they had 11 first-team players out and currently they have 9 injured. So it's been very tough producing results week in week out with a very thin squad. And then you remember that they are playing Champions League football as well. So it makes getting results extremely hard. Um, Newcastle are currently 7 points off top 4 after Spurs dealt with them mercilessly on Sunday. <laughs> Shout out But yeah, and with how busy December is in England, right? God forbid they have more injuries to deal with because of their thin squad. So yeah, it's very tough for Newcastle at the moment. The Red Devils, United as well, are having a terrible season. I mean, they've had injuries to be honest, but quite frankly, not really an excuse. When you look at some of the results they produced already this season, and at home as well. They lost 3-0 to Bournemouth, 3-0 to City, and 3-1 to Brighton as well. All these results were at home, you know, at the theatre of dreams. <laughs> um, so yeah, top 4 is looking very unlikely at the moment for them. And then Brighton as well, with all their deserving ball, have fallen off this season, at least so far. They are also 7 points off top 4 and have won only 2 of their last 10 EPL games. It seems like playing every Thursday in the Europa League is affecting them as well. Long may continue. Actually, do I really care? I'm a hater but I don't hate them. So yeah, they can do as they like. The only team that looks like a real contender for the top 4 at the moment, aside from the teams that are already top 4, is Spurs. Another reason why Villa are going to play champs next season is that they have managed to do what all teams want or at least one of the things that all teams want and it's making your home ground a fortress. I'm sure we've all seen the stats flying around but if you live under a rock, as always, I'm here for you. Aston Villa have won 15 straight Premier League games at home. The last time Aston Villa lost at home in the Premier League, Bellingham was playing for Dortmund, Messi and Neymar were in PSG and Graham Potter was still Chelsea's coach. Yeah, feels like a long time ago. In this 15 game home winning streak, Villa have scored 39 goals and conceded 7. Last time they considered more than one goal at home in a Premier League match was in February when they lost 4-2 to Arsenal. Quite frankly, this is as good as it gets. Turning your stadium into a fortress like this is so vital. Imagine a two-leg tie in the Conference League and they don't do well away and the return leg is at Villa Park. Even if they got battered away and the comeback is kind of unrealistic, they'll believe they can do it because of how well they've done at home. Ah, 15 straight wins at home. Chelsea. Godwin. The last reason why Villa will finish in the top 4 is that they have the squad to do it. On paper, when everyone is fully fit, if you compare Villa's squad to the other top 4 contenders, I mean Newcastle, United, Spurs and Brighton, Villa probably have the second best squad there behind Newcastle. I mean, Villa have, according to France Football and FIFA, not me, 
the best goalkeeper in the world. Yeah, Emiliano Martinez. Again, since Oli Watkins joined Villa in 2020, he has scored more EPL goals than Callum Wilson, Marcus Rashford, and Marshall as well. Also, this season, uh, Watkins has had the most goal involvements of any player from United, Spurs, Newcastle, and Brighton. Um, eight goals and six assists. Actually, he's level with um, Son. Son has 10 goals and four assists. Out of those two, no one else has more than them. So, yeah. Also, Villa have the third best defensive record in the league. And again, the best among United, Spurs, Newcastle, and Brighton. Villa have already played three out of these four teams. They got slapped 5-1 against Newcastle on the opening day of the season. Then they slapped Brighton 6-1 and they beat Spurs 2-1, away from home as well. It just remains the Red Devils. So yeah, even though Aston Villa are currently third and only two points off first, I really don't think they can go all the way. Like I said, they are most likely going to finish in the top four. But then, we've seen weird things happen in football. Let's start 5k to 1. <laughs> Get. Um, do you think Villa are genuine title contenders or do you think the best they can do is top four? Tell me what you think in the comments. And please do, I've come again. Follow me on social media, on X at Francis the Alien, on IG as well, the same handle, Francis the Alien. What do you think that in Francis is a V? And also on TikTok, follow me at the 5 Reasons Football Podcast. So yeah, thank you for listening and I'll see you again next week.